I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashtin Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today we're going to be deep diving into one of these superfoods, into one of these things that has now very recently become so popular. But when as Indians, we look at it and say, Arre, this stuff I've been using for years. I have a plant growing in my backyard. What is so fancy about it? We're going to be talking and deep diving into turmeric because this is one of the most important plants I feel that is there it's uh, the the value that it brings to our life is fascinating and today we're going to be talking with our guest rajat shah who is a complete geek like me she loves listening <laughs> and learning the facts she loves the science behind whatever she talks about so i remember the first time when we met we spent i think about 2 2 and a half hours just talking turmeric so i said that we have to do this on the podcast because there's so much interesting information out there that we have to discuss so rajat welcome to the habit coach podcast thank you so much ashton it's great to be on here just because i know nobody can really see me on the podcast just making sure i'm a she her rajat doesn't <laughs> really do justice to that just wanted to make sure so i am basically a computer science engineer by profession but i'm one of also these okay. anomalies um in our times and you know in society where my parents actually did not push me to become a doctor i had a super duper inclination to do that so it's this but you know as and like as a kid when i was doing karate camps i know i used to be called the choti doctor where i used to dish out medicines working with my um karate sir even after that like at, i think the age of 10 12 i'd seen a baby being born so it was just something that has always fascinated me science you know the human body and so on and so forth now in my parents defense i did love technology too right so i don't want to really diss them here and they did manage to make the other thing out of me which is an engineer right and that was with my full support and cooperation but i continue to read a lot and i basically managed to remain on the speed dial list you know it's like when a health emergency strikes it's you know rajat on the call so that's kind of a very who you going to uh, call rajat it's one of those things <laughs> yes exactly it's quite funny like i have to tell people that um huge disclaimer please call the doctor but maybe you can try these things right mm. but you know mm. in 2005 this is when i was doing my post grad in the us as when my father was diagnosed with progressive supernuclear palsy it's a degenerative neurological disease and this is really where what happens um so basically all of your neurons that control your muscle movement start to die um so imagine like you know we had to train him to learn to blink because a serious um case of eye infections can happen basically towards the end of his life he was on a feeding tube he couldn't swallow he couldn't talk he couldn't move his hands so it was quite a a very very debilitating disease and a very very rare disease also but it's one of the forms of parkinsons and this is really where mm. um ashton my you know very serious quest into medicine started right because now i was trying to find a solution mm. to where there was no solution and this is where a number of doctors anybody who you would meet they like okay take there's a general drug called sendopa which alleviates symptoms but the only thing we could try they put us on turmeric they put us on cinnamon um and i remember as um, you know i had just gotten out of college i wasn't earning as much i used to go to walgreens and walmart to break up all of these and bring back to india because in india these supplements weren't easily accessible and i honestly did not know how to mm. read the labels i would try to not buy the cheapest one 
but I would buy something in the middle range. I would look at the number of capsules, the strength, and that's it. Like I had no idea what I was getting. And I would just get these and, you know, spend good $100, $150 getting this and giving it to dad. Um, but unfortunately, in his case, it was a little, you know, too late um, in his life to have started on these treatments. If I wish we had known something about this sooner. Now, mm. it's interesting that, you know, as fate would have it, I did get married into a family of, you know, medicine making people. I'm the only black sheep there. Everybody else is a pharmacist, right? So morning, breakfast, mm. lunch, dinner, all we do is we talk medicines, right? And given my medical's history, I mean, my family's medical history, I was really hooked, right? And in about 2017 is when we started foring into nutraceuticals. And this became my big passion project. Now, one of my biggest passions with this particular thing, so, you know, we supply to a lot of countries internationally, um, US, UK, you know, all mm. of your Southeast Asia, and so on and so forth. But when you look at India, there are two problems, one is I feel there are not a lot of good quality supplements available. Um, second is mm. there is a general lack of knowledge. You know, Indians generally feel like they know everything. Like turmeric, to meko pata hai, right? I know what I'm taking. I know what it is. Um, and while people are really tuned into, so, you know, Ayurveda is kind of in our roots. So we know what turmeric does, but we don't generally necessarily know the most optimum way of taking it. So what is the correct dose? We think what we are mm. taking is enough, the best way of taking it. And as an mm. Indian, I accept Ayurveda, right? Like I understand what it is. But Ayurveda can be intimidating. Like I, you know, which doctor to go to, how to understand what to do. And secondly, I don't know if you've ever taken any Ayurvedic medicines. They're not very palatable, mm. right? They can mm. be extremely bitter, difficult to swallow, you know, all of those kind of things. But we... Jari buti. Yeah. They taste, yeah, medicine, correct. Yeah. And we, um, but we practice it daily, right? First sign of a cough and cold and we take our haldi dood, right? Like that much we know and that much we practice on a daily basis, right? Hmm. Um, now, us as an organization really had a very extremely strong base in medicine. Now, we've been doing this for 35 hmm. years. But in 35 years, what hmm. we've really perfected is how to deliver the medicine, how to make it most effective hmm. in your body. And so for us, scaling hmm. this to, you know, what I call phytonutrients is very, very simple. Hmm. So this became like, uh, I mean, Prasad, explain phytonutrients. Uh, okay, I won't actually get into it, but okay, let's let's talk about it right mm. now. So, you know, we have mm. micronutrients, which are your vitamins, uh, minerals, right? So these are all very essential for the functioning of your body. Macronutrients mm. are your proteins, carbohydrates, etc. Right? Now with these mm. two, we know that sometimes we don't get enough with food and supplementation is a very okay phenomena here. Phytonutrients, similarly, mm. are what we get from our vegetables and our plants, right? So, and why we get these is because all of these vegetables and plants have phytoactives. But unfortunately, mm. we may still not be getting enough. And therefore, supplementation mm. with products like different phytonutrients, which are more potent form of the same thing, becomes a much easier thing to mm. do, right? So, it's a quantity issue, as in we're not getting enough of those uh, plants and vegetables in us? So that we don't get enough phytonutrients? Correct. Is that Correct. how it works? So it's the quantity, it's the format in which we get it, right? Like I know a lot of people, um, and I'm going to touch on this a little later, but I know we put mm. haldi in, say, water, and we have it as a haldi tea. 
um honestly it's not mm. getting absorbed in your body the entire thing at least i think more than 90% of it might be getting wasted so it is mm. not just a quantity thing it is also the delivery mechanism correct so both of these okay. things together and this is what you know our company it kind of perfected so we said okay let's scale this to nutraceuticals and this is something that's extremely mm. close to my heart you know because for me given my medical history my own medical history right my um family history my lifestyle choices today you know i used to be a kathak dancer for instance um and in our times my i don't think my guruji ever made me do stretches properly i do not think i was having an enough you know uh, protein rich diet so i think a few years ago i went to an orthopedic and he's like uh, what have you done to your knees he's like uh, he's like do you play football and i'm like no i don't play football and he's like you have enough tear wear and tear like you've been playing football for years right so these yeah. are the things that i was i'm quite aware of now and for me therefore um and i like i would have i wish i'd started this sooner but anyway it's not too late for me and therefore you know when we talk about phytonutrients it becomes extremely important for us to understand what is required for us and what we can supplement mm-hmm. it with right so yeah so at you know at our company we basically had a new mission how can we modernize our ancient science Mm. make it accessible mm. to all indians right and that's why mm. we've kind of launched nature mm. and thought um and nature and thought when mm. you think about the two things you know we want to make everything all of our phytonutrients which are very abundantly available in nature how do we make it accessible mm-hmm. right and how do we optimize the delivery and in the right quantities right and the thought part of it mm. is a little bit more broader concept because while doing this i also want to be very sensitive of nature right we want to make sure that we are following mm. sustainable practices and you know we are not nearly there like but that's the path we want to be on and therefore it is nature and thought kind of that go together so i wish i had a lot of this knowledge much earlier because i mean i you know i was i was actually you know practicing what i'm going to say and it was funny because i said something that uh, i wish i could have done more for my dad and my son immediately goes like are you blaming yourself i'm like no no <laughs> <laughs> and he's a 7 year old kid and i'm like no i'm not blaming myself but i feel like it's not just my dad today there are lots of people you know i have friends and family who come to me on a regular basis that my mom has this issue my dad has this issue you know i'm facing this so that's what i feel like there are amazing products available that people have got to try and mm. they should not worry too much about whether it's a capsule whether a doctor has prescribed it or not and i'm not saying self medicate but i think there are things that are safe to take and you should be able to um, add that to your diet You know this is an important point Rajat like what is the difference between taking it in this raw form mm. and taking it in its um, supplements form like like everybody who listens to the podcast knows that I love supplements mm. right because I believe that I have maximized what I can get from the food that I'm eating yeah. I'm eating as clean as possible I'm eating as much as possible but I need more yeah. which is where the supplements come in from Yeah what is the difference between the haldi that I put in my dal for example mm. which is something that happens every day this is the haldi that that comes in a capsule right because technically haldi haldi yeah <laughs> no so um there is a huge difference right so the haldi when you look at a haldi root the haldi root um only has 3 to 5% curcuminoids right so what are curcuminoids now people call it curcumin or curcuminoids is quite interchangeable that way but really curcuminoids are three different actives in it's a collection of three different actives in turmeric and these three actives collectively are called curcuminoids curcumin is only one of them it is about 75% of the curcuminoids and honestly it's the most easiest to pronounce 
Uh, the others, trust mm. me, they're tongue twisters, right? So these are your mm. three curcuminoids and all of these together are what are really responsible for the anti-inflammatory and the antioxidant actions of turmeric. And we'll get into, I want to talk a little bit about inflammation and antioxidants slightly later. Um, mm. So when you're looking at turmeric now and a turmeric root, you know, by weight, only 3 to 5% of that root is your curcuminoids. So to take, get mm. the full, you know, dose required. So what has been studied in literature. So Ayurveda has been using turmeric for ages, right? And it uses a large portion of it. Um, and now modern science is now catching up and they have now, you know, made it like, especially the Western world has made it very fancy by adding it to lattes and whatnot. Um, but mm. when you look at literature, it talks about 9 to 10 grams of turmeric powder is required to give you the correct amount of curcuminoids required in your body. Now, 9 to 5, 10 grams is not mm. much. It's about 3 teaspoons, right? Mm. But in an average, mm. anybody who cooks at home knows that I'm adding, you know, a little bit less than a teaspoon or a teaspoon in every meal, which is then eaten by three or four people, right? And honestly, mm. eating three Indian meals a day is also a very fading concept, right? None of us very, mm. you know, I mean, we very rarely eat all three meals Indian today. So, in general... Correct. One dal roti sabzi and then we have shezwan noodles for dinner. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right? Mm. I honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people, I'm very fussy about my eating. So, I cannot be eating dal roti sabzi on a daily mm. basis, right? That's something, sadly, I can't do. My husband loves it, but not me. Mm. So, I'm one of those prime candidates, right? I So, even if I said, take took my three meals, right, which are all three Indian, only 20% of my curcuminoid content I will get, Right? So now that my food has given me the 20%, I have to supplement, right? So people do the turmeric achar, they mm. do all of these different things. And there are other good things in turmeric which you're mm. getting through your food. But what happens now is um, if you do these supplementations, it's very important to know how you're taking it. So Ayurveda or in a, mm. any modern science also tells you that you need to actually take turmeric with an oily substance. So your full fat ghee, um, full fat milk or oil. That's why when you cook, it gets absorbed. Mm with your food when you have it Coconut with oil. yeah when you have it with full fat milk it gets absorbed if you have it with ghee it gets absorbed if you have it with ghee great but none of these are very convenient mm. methods of having it and none of these are honestly very mm. palatable again for a fussy eater like me you give me a spoon of these things and tell me i have to you know chato one spoon of this on a daily basis extremely difficult right and messy and when i'm traveling i will never do it mm. so that's where now supplements mm. come in right um, so that's why you can now supplement what you're doing or the amount of turmeric required with other products. So there are two different types of products that are available. You have your, what we call standard turmeric extract. Now, why is this an mm. extract? Because we've taken the turmeric root and we've extracted a very potent turmeric um, mix from it, which actually now what was 3 to 5% curcuminoids has become 95%. So significantly higher. But even with mm. this, I still have to take about uh, 1500 milligrams, right? And 1500 mm. milligrams is about three capsules, right? Now, of those three capsules still, sadly, I have not solved the problem of absorption, right? Like when I'm taking this three capsules, it's not necessarily still getting, you know, very well absorbed in my body. And that's where now the other technique which people do is they add pepper. So everybody's got, you know, I, when I talk to a lot of people, they're like, I, you know, added pepper. And that's how I have my turmeric. So I know it gets absorbed. 
and the reason pepper does this is it um, basically pepper has a active called pepperin and pepperin is what enhances mm. the bioavailability so bioavailability is nothing but a way of improving the absorption of a product in your body right so mm. when it has mm. done that for turmeric it has also done that for other products i'm taking right which is good when i'm not taking anything dangerous but if i was taking any kind of a drug if i was on any kind of long term treatment pepperin can be very harmful because now only not only it has it elevated the amount of turmeric in my body but it has also elevated the or increased the bioavailability of these other drugs in my body which can reach toxic levels and can be extremely mm. dangerous and to be quite honest there are such modern scientific ways of doing this then why would you stick to pepper you know have pepper add pepper to your meals it does improve the taste it does enhance you know flavors but you do not need to add it to your turmeric mm. so that's why these range of mm. bioavailable turmerics come in right um so mm. you know another simple experiment everybody must have done this at home if you take turmeric and you add it to water and you mix it right vigorously and you leave it for a second mm. most of the turmeric mm. settles back down correct now when mm. you think about a blood mm. plasma it is 93% water correct so when i'm taking turmeric and water the same thing is happening right it is i am not getting that absorption it is simply not dispersing so when you look at bioavailable turmerics what they really end up doing is taking the turmeric and adding things to it which improves the uh, dispersion of the product right but sadly not all bioavailable turmerics are created equal So there are bioavailable turmerics that are available in the market in which there is so much out other stuff added and this other stuff has done two things one is it has diluted your amount of curcuminoids again so what was maybe mm. three capsules is now still two capsules and secondly mm. a lot of times these other things that are added are also extremely harsh right there are a lot of synthetic elements so now you've taken a very natural product and rendered it completely artificial so it again defeats you know mm. the purpose of doing that so this is kind of you know these were all the problems like when we started nature and thought um and started creating these products in 2017 these were the problems we started to solve right one is i want to make sure that i don't want to give somebody to something to take three times a day right now this is of course mm. assuming that i have bought into the idea that i do need additional turmeric right depending on my need mm. so we wanted to make sure that people are not taking something thrice a day because you know i you know any time a doctor has mm. given me like a course of antibiotics the first 3 days i take it very disciplined mm. the fourth day i miss one dose the fifth day i've missed two doses so something like a turmeric which is supposed to take for a very long time you know or extended periods of months at a time if you keep missing it's not going to really give you the effect and that's where really you know nutraceuticals or Correct. supplements get a bad rep because people are not able to be disciplined about it they're not taking either the right dose and then there is no effect and they're like are nothing's happening right and a lot of these yeah, things i remember i used yeah. to look at it and say that oh it says two capsules a day and i was like two capsules can't yeah. make at least this will last me at least twice right. as long no so i'll have one one capsule yeah. and we'll see over a period yeah. of time yeah it's it's a it's a it's a it's a way that we think about these no, things no no yes. so right so that's kind of the problem so these were all the problems you wanted to solve you wanted to make sure we give get something that's one a day we also mm. wanted to make sure that mm. we maintain what is natural natural right let's not if we mm. add something mm. synthetic to it then you might as well be creating another drug right and mm. the third very important thing was also to make sure that you know everything we were doing was clinically validated right 
So like hmm. turmeric, for instance, is very, very well known as an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant, right? And what is inflammation? Hmm. Inflammation hmm. is basically kind of your body reacting to an insult, right? Okay, something's hit me, something's happened. I am angry. I'm going to, you know, react back. So it's good when it's like that. But when it becomes like, a, uh, you know, severe, it can become acute or it can become chronic and prolonged. And then all of this starts affecting your body. So turmeric is a very, very well-known uh, and well-studied anti-inflammatory. So this is what kind of turmeric does is it starts to kind of work in your body and starts reducing your inflammation overall and reducing then your chances of developing even more dehabilitating diseases like cardiovascular, etc. And the interesting thing about turmeric is it's not only an anti-inflammatory, but it's also an antioxidant, right? And I um, and when you talk about antioxidants, you're looking at, you know, basically, again, how to prevent your body from all your free radical damage. Right. And we take like vitamin C, etc. Very well known for this. So yes, we do take that. But the advantage when you take turmeric is you're getting an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant kind of combined together. Right. Hmm. Okay. And tell me something, who should be taking things like turmeric and supplementing with like how should people even start thinking, saying that, Acha, I have inflammation or I want to prevent this or I have this right now, which is why I should be taking it? Like, what are the reasons why people should start supplementing with curcumin or turmeric? So, you know, as you know, our bodies are very smart, right? Our body shows different problems through various signs. Like even imagine like, um, like a knee pain can be a sign of a weakened immunity. So I think, hmm. and I think today's world is kind of and you know the amount of knowledge that's out there people are definitely getting more aware and more tuned to what their body is telling them so it's about listening to your body and understanding mm -hmm. now in my house for instance my mother is an osteoarthritis patient right so she definitely I mean turmeric's a mm -hmm. no-brainer for her um, I've already talked about my damaged knees my husband has a family mm -hmm. history of cardiovascular disease uh, my child also has, um, you know, a certain type of a very mild uh, disorder, um, nothing that prevents him from doing anything uh, major, but it is again something that I definitely want to protect his organs and I want to protect his body. And even my pet, my dog, she um, sadly was diagnosed at the age of six uh, months with hip dysplasia. So all of these people in my family are all taking turmeric, right? I, of course, add it to their meals. But I also supplement hmm. their turmeric intake with uh, additional supplementation, right? So it, for me, turmeric hmm. is such an important phytonutrient and we Indians know, we know how good it is and it is extremely safe to take. The only, there are contraindications hmm. of people, you know, turmeric can uh, thin your blood as well. So it's great, you know, why take an aspirin? I mean, this can actually help. But if a doctor has prescribed you mm. aspirin and that's the only thing you take, then that's the only time I would say avoid turmeric because it is going to thin your blood further. Mm. So I know people mm. like, you know, even like during when you're looking at even the pandemic, and I'm not saying it is for that, but a lot of people are taking turmeric today, you know, to improve immunity. There are, in fact, other products like ashwagandha, which we'll talk about later. Um, again, great for anti mm. uh, for immunity. But turmeric is something we understand better mm. as a community. And it's mm. extremely safe to take, but it is very important to know what you're taking. So don't go by the number of capsules. Understand that, okay, why is this product one a day? Why is this product, you know, has mm. less 250? What is, when they say percentage of curcuminoids, what does that mean and how does that relate? And very importantly, how well validated the product is, right? How many clinical trials mm. has the company done? 
um, what is the science behind the product. So I think as a smart consumer, I think everybody mm. can do that. And sadly, there's no easy way for brands to tell you this. And sometimes brands do hide behind a lot of this by, you know, creating a nice marketing story. And, um, you know, people like me, when I go to my Walmart, I just pick up the big bottle, which has 90 capsules or 120 capsules without understanding. And then underdosing Can my I... father, like this will the last 120 days, right? Now <laughs> that's what I could afford then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's like a, a friend of mine from France came down and said, you know how we order wine in France? We look at the cheapest wine and then we look at the third cheapest wine and order that. So that is exactly what we do. Whatever yeah. the third cheapest is what we're going yeah. to be buying. And that's how we think yeah. about it. And yeah. um, so Rajat, see, there are two kinds of people who are going to be listening to this podcast. Okay, yeah. We need to help both of them. Yes. There's one who has bought into supplements, mm. right? They're like me. They're like, I have no idea. No Quams taking supplements, I love my vitamin C, I take my CoQ10, whatever, 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 whatever. So we understand what we should be doing with the supplements. Then there are others that say that I'm not going to take supplements. Mujhe naturally chahiye. Mm. I will either make my tea or add more to it, my food, etc. Yeah. Now, there are lots of uh, misconceptions there as well, right? Some people just put that fresh root turmeric mm. in their wa mm. water and boil it. Mm. Some people use... Uh, the powder and boil it. Mm. What would be the most optimum way of doing that as well? Yeah. No, so you're right, um, Ashton. I think, like I said, the best way of consuming turmeric, take a teaspoon of ghee, add your turmeric powder to it and have that, mm. right? That will definitely get you the right absorption mm. and then do it every day, right? Like that should be the way to then consume. And mm. like for us, you know, when you, and don't also be intimidated by a capsule. So, a capsule for me is a pre-measured spoon. Okay. It's telling me that this is the amount that needs to be taken. Mm. And the capsule itself, you don't want to take the medicine, don't take it. Open up the capsule. Be creative. Like nobody is limiting your creativity in any way. You want to open that and mm. add it to your latte now. Even if it's not full fat, it's okay because this is bioavailable. So now I don't have to worry mm. about the absorption of the product. So I can add it to my uh, drink, I can add it to my salad, I can add it to my, you know, uh, um, uh, pudding, right? Whatever it is I want to add it to, I can, right? And if I feel like, okay, today I don't want to be mm. very creative, I just want to take the capsule as it is, take the capsule. But it is about, for me, mm. the discipline of doing this and, you know, and that's kind of, um, since I've started following you, it's a habit forming, Right. So forming that habit is important. Mm. Now, whether you take that capsule or you add it to your diet, one form or the other, do it. And even with a bioavailable turmeric, most of them, like I know for our product, it is 110 degrees. So I can boil my turmeric also, put it in tea. But now I do not need to worry about pepperin. Mm. I do not need to worry about ghee, right? None of these required. Mm. So it's a choice. Mm. So I'm not saying that, you know, this is the only way to do it. Definitely take your supplements, but I feel like that's convenient. Again, it's, you know, me, a person who, I mean, the reason we carry around our smartphones today is everything's in one package. We are not mm. keeping our fax machine. We are not mm. keeping, you know, like we don't travel like that anymore. We don't walk around the world anymore like that. So that's really the story there. Yeah. And still continue eating your You know, I completely agree with veggies, you because yeah. we look at those, we look at those uh, capsules and think medicine yeah. doctor has given, but what you said was so right. You just, you just have to think of the capsule as a pre-measured measured dose. Yeah. Like how you look at your teaspoon. Yeah. That's exactly what your capsule is. It's, a, it's your, your teaspoon or a spoon yeah. or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Right. And I think that is a far better way of approaching it than saying, Acha, how many you're taking? You're taking 15 tablets? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's important to yeah. 
like you know i to can make now that mental shift. yeah and i can add the same product to a sachet right which makes it look like oh it's a sachet mm. and i mm. can now pour it into anything but honestly again if you're worried about nature why create more waste i mean it's as simple as that Hmm. right why are we creating more single yeah. use things so that's one of the bigger reasons hmm. that i have you know a lot of people have come and told me can you put this in a sachet and i'm like yes we can but it just kind of goes against my ethos a little bit to say we are nature and thought we don't want to we want to keep that thought intact hmm. right <laughs> yeah keep the thought in your name intact love it <laughs> um you 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 mentioned that there are three actives in curcumin hmm. right in 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 turmeric hmm. curcumin is one of them and the others are unpronounceable <laughs> right so one is that what is an active yeah uh can you explain that to us and secondly do all the three actives do the same thing or do they do different things in the body no so okay so in turmeric these three actives together the curcuminoids technically do the same thing and they're actually um present in different hmm. percentages So when we talk about like some other mm. things like uh, say ashwagandha and ashwagandha your actives are actually called um, withanolites and there are different amount of withanolites mm. when you look at a boswellia again something we'll be talking about later there are boswellic acids and all of them have very very interesting names right i mean these are all technically chemical entities inside the plant and they are available in different percentages and they are also available in different percentages in different parts of the plant right so in like a boswellia it will be in different percentage mm. in the root in the leaves right in the bark um so getting it where is the source of getting this is important and then this is really the active like the other actives in turmeric are called um there's turmeron so when you take turmeric you know and you extract it there are these oils that come out of it so the oils also have actives but a lot of these oils a percentage required of them is not significantly high for the therapeutic benefit and therefore that is something you can get from your food but curcuminoids because it's in this 3 mm. to 5% is what you don't get out of the food right so the active is what we mm. call the phytoactive responsible for whatever we know the herb for um and why that herb exerts that medicine or has that medicinal property right and another very interesting mm. thing about all of these actives ashton is that these are all adaptogens they are adaptogenic and that whole term adaptogenic is very mm. interesting because when i take one of these herbs what's amazing about them is they adapt it's like they decide okay what does the body need does it need more or does it need less is it you know another attack or does it need like mm. more you know uh, certain enzymes etc so it actually helps my body regulate itself better right so that's mm. what's very very interesting about something like turmeric so when a person with an autoimmune takes it with like a rheumatoid arthritis the method of action for turmeric inside their body is very different than when a normal person without that is taking so it's really adapting to your body's requirements very interesting let's you know, tell us a little bit about adaptogens because i love adaptogens and i find the entire uh the the class of plants fascinating so just can you just tell us a little bit more about adaptogens which are the adaptogens that are popular and and uh, anything interesting about them yeah so another adaptogen is ashwagandha and again it is mm. in fact in ayurveda it was called as a rasayana okay you'll have to pardon mm. my pronunciation if i haven't said it right i'm definitely not an ayurvedic doctor uh but again from you know it was actually something that says it you know improves your overall vitality correct so an adaptogen per se therefore is much much more beneficial in you know whether it's about improving your immunity 
um, you know, like I said, this, it figures out what's not working in your body and then tries to treat that. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that doctors still have no idea how they work. They are this mysterious uh, bunch of plants. So, for example, your ginseng is part of yeah. adaptogens. Turmeric is an adaptogen. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen. Um, our holy basil, tulsi is an adaptogen. All these aspects, all these adaptogens, like I, I remember somebody describing them as they do good for your body. Yeah. Right? What they do, how they do, God knows. But they do good. And I, and I remember someone saying this, and I don't know how, how true it is, that nobody on earth is... Um, allergic to any of these adaptogens and I found that very mm. interesting as a as a concept I have mm. no idea how true it is but I thought it was very interesting as a concept because um, they all work on so if your if your levels are high on some things they bring it down if your levels correct. are low on something they bring it up correct right correct. so like I said it's a mysterious thing <laughs> and uh, I remember two three years ago I started making this what I used to call my adaptogen chai, mm. which was one haldi chai with all my pepper and ghee and everything in it. And then I would put all the adaptions I could find. So I used to open all my ginseng tablets and put them inside. I used to open my ashwagandha tablet, put it inside. I used to put my uh, tulsi and put it inside. When you, as soon as you put tulsi, everything turns green. Yeah. But it was, an, it was these, these fun experiments that, yeah. that you do and you see how you feel afterwards. Yeah. And and they do improve your vitality. For example, ginseng, I have, I have noticed that's a fantastic job on my vitality. Yeah. No, they definitely, I mean, none of these are going to turn around time for any one of us. But I think maintaining a good healthy state of life and promote what I call, I love the term healthy aging, right? You're going to age. Like there's no fountain of youth mm. out there. But I think for me, my, mm. my goal in life now is to age healthy, right? Um, I can't prevent mm. the aging process, but... I don't want to be in bed. I want to continue a superb standard of life, right? I want to be able to play with my grandchildren like I was, I'm was. i playing with my child today. So for me, these are my goals in my life. I mean, amongst other things. And for me, things like this is what can truly help you achieve that goal. So understanding what you're taking and taking it in the right quantity, in the right mechanism, right? And another like very interesting thing okay. about adaptogen is also it actually prevents like the degenerative changes in your body. So it will basically, aging mm. will happen, but it will prevent a lot of degeneration, right? And especially mm. it does this where anywhere where the pathogenesis, which is how the disease progresses, is a function of the inflammation. Mm. So anywhere where inflammation okay. plays a role is where an adaptogen then comes in and starts regulating how your body reacts to it and hmm. helps kind of, you know, think of it like it's calming it down, right? And it's saying, okay, what what can I yes. do more internally to help protect and defend? Correct. Absolutely. And and this whole concept of inflammation is so important because if if people are hearing about this word inflammation for the first time, especially when it comes to health, it's very interesting. So imagine you were hit on the head and you got a bump, hmm. right? Now that bump is there by your body, is created by your body to heal you. Hmm. Because it's trying to get as much nutrition into that area as possible and heal that area. Right. Now imagine the rest of your body was injured. Mm. right? Imagine you were injured in your veins, in your capillaries, mm. in your arteries. Mm. That is technically what we call as chronic inflammation. Right. Where your entire body is inflamed yeah. because of little damage that is taking place internally. Yeah. Could be damage caused by sugar. Yeah. It could be damage caused by anything right. that, that, uh, that we've consumed. Yeah. That inflammation is what we're trying to solve by using turmeric or by using these anti-inflammatories. And I think that is the beautiful part of it. Because acute inflammation, good for you. You're trying to yeah. heal something. Chronic inflammation, not good for you because it leads to more disease. Yeah. 
No, true. Absolutely true, Ashton. They get, yeah. Yeah, so I think these anti-inflammatories, curcumin, turmeric, very, very important. Must, must, must start consuming. Yeah. Rajat, tell us a little bit about where people can connect with you. Where can people uh, find out more about your products? Where can people order your products from? Okay, so yeah, to connect with me, I mean, you should follow. Please do follow um, at Nature and Thought. We're a very, you know, small young brand trying to do the right thing. You can visit www.natureandthought.com as well. And my own Instagram handle is at Rajat Mittal. You'll find a lot of dog, baby, uh, art, uh, and a mix of medicine posts out there. Um, but yeah, so that's why how you can connect with me. I love it, dog, baby, and, and medicine posts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Raja. Thank you for coming on the Habit Coach Podcast. Thanks, Ashton. It's been a pleasure. So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag #TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM Network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashton Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A W E S O M E 180. That's awesome180.